if if you are unfamiliar, Mr. Beast started a long time ago on YouTube doing a couple different things. You know, epic stunts and random things. Like the first video I ever saw from him was we filled a swimming pool in our backyard with a million Orbeez. Those little, I don't know if they're like rubbery beads yeah. that when they get wet, they expand. And I saw that video on Facebook and I deleted my Facebook a while ago. This was must have been 2017, 2018. And he already had a pretty big presence then. And after engaging with that, I would get more of his videos. And I quickly saw he was a kindness, like kindness content okay. guy. And one of his big things was oh i'm gonna go out and give a thousand dollars to random strangers and it would be all these people who that is you know for a lot of working people a thousand dollars does completely change your budget and that is on its face that's a nice act so i started to like see more of his content i was wondering what's this guy's deal because he certainly isn't unique in filming random acts of generosity and putting it on the internet there's a lot of people that do that i don't think he 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 invented it but he did help pioneer it and over time, as his channel grew, these got bigger and bigger and bigger. One time, he bought out an entire grocery store and just gave it to food banks. Okay, again, on its face, that's that's a nice thing if that's something you're just doing. And it gets weird when you include the YouTube bit. So this most yes. recent video, and this, you know, years of span, he's continued to expand his reach and the size of these stunts and, and viral moments... And there's definitely been some weird ones along the way. We'll get into those. But this most recent one that kicked off another round of conversations around this out, you know, purportedly altruistic YouTube content was him funding this eye surgery to restore people's sight. And he filmed people before and after their procedures. Many of them, if not all of them, also received $10,000 cash from him. And I watched this video the other night, and at some points I was moved emotionally because you see these people who the first thing they say after they can see again is, I just can't wait to get back to work. Or I can't, I can finally see again. I can see my watch. I can see my family. I could, you know, kids are able to see after losing their vision. One kid was never able to drive, so they got him a car. Like these things, wow, that's, that's nice on its face. But, the the issue I think a lot of people took with this was not necessarily him and his role in it, but also it was a, it was a commentary on how this is a systemic problem that this if one person can afford to cover the cost of the surgery for a thousand people, if it's that low budget for the or it's that low cost in the grand scheme of things, why isn't this something that's provided for people by the government? And that's where the conversation first started. And then it had like, you know, layers on top of it. It's like, okay, what is this guy really about? Why is this stuff filmed? It feels very weird that it's almost transactional, that they're being used for views, which generates ad revenue, which funds his business, which then produces more videos, which aren't always like this. And I'm kind of in the camp where it's like, I don't really feel great about this guy. And people have really missed the mark on this conversation. Some of them on, on, on the critic side are only looking at this in the in a silo. They're only seeing his entire enterprise through the lens of this one video. They're not looking at some of his other stuff. They're not thinking about the way this stuff is commodified. It's just, oh, this sucks. He's patting himself on the back. And there's there's a lot of layers to this. And I'm I'm wondering, you you know, you like you mentioned at the beginning, you produce content 
for a living you know the show your stream i i'm curious what you think about this type of quote kindness content especially when it reaches this level of spectacle yeah well i think the the grotesque thing that's going on in this kind of thing like to take this video as an example right isn't that that people are getting this life-changing procedure and like you said children and people aren't aren't getting the ability to see and, and to overcome this like disability um, that's in and of itself, that's a good act. That's an act of kindness. But the grotesque thing that's going on is that this is only happening because these people are agreeing to become, then become content. Um, and of course, Mr. Beast or anyone else that engages in this kind of content is not doing it out of the kindness of their hearts just because they want to be good people, but they're doing it because um, even on a financial level, they're one of, they're growing their brand and their business and making more money. So it's an investment into themselves not an investment into like helping people. And like you've said, I think he became most well-known for this, but created a big trend, I think, on YouTube and elsewhere of people that are trying to grow their audiences in the same way. It's a kind of a grotesque, like algorithmically generated process, which people see which videos and which posts are getting the most engagement and growing the channels the fastest. And then they're engaging in the same behavior, not because they want to help people or do good things, but because it's all part of this like brand building exercise in this kind of social media environment. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the fucked up thing is that like we, we celebrate these kinds of acts when someone like Mr. Beast turns it into content, but there doesn't really seem to be appetite for having living in a society where people just are able to pay for these procedures and don't have to go through this kind of like dehumanizing process of turning themselves into other people's entertainment in order to get basic healthcare that they should get anyways. Um, and yeah, I think it just says something about how, what our priorities are as our, in our society, in our culture, when we, we, we don't have the kind of social solidarity necessary to like take care of the sick and, and heal people and give people the care that they need. But through this kind of like fucked up, uh, capitalist instinct of growth and uh, this kind of predatory content creation, that's when these kind of uh, the acts of kindness or when this kind of thing gets promoted. Yeah, before we recorded, I went back and watched some of his videos that I hadn't seen just to get an understanding of what kind of stuff he's been producing. And this one that got promoted to me was that he, he crushed a Lamborghini in a hydraulic press and you know it's like a the one they, they advertise it as we're crushing a two hundred thousand dollar car <laughs> click it not only was that in the video it was also we're dropping a car from a air a helicopter in a pool of a billion orbies <sighs> and we're demolishing a house can it be crushed by a meteor and we're gonna drive a train through a brick wall and we're gonna have someone climb this building with a spider-man suit and these are high budget productions you know they have they bring in a ton of money he also has like a ghost kitchen you know you know you know the ghost kitchen thing where it'll be listed on uber eats but it's like out of some pizza shop and a bunch of different restaurants quote restaurants are all just cooking in the same kitchen with different names he's got one of those for burgers here in the states that's really really popular uh he's got a candy bar company (laughs) that is like literally the willy wonka bit where if you get a candy bar with a golden ticket inside, you get to be in one of his videos. Uh, he's got all these different channels on YouTube that all bring in tons of ad revenue, huge sponsorships. That was I'm writing these thing. down. It's these like, actually sounds like some pretty what, decent kind of cross-promotional ideas. Do you want to do this? Could, some branding that we could get 
get into Insurgents Candy Bar. I'm bars. just saying, it's something we should think if about. You get the the golden ticket. You get to move in with Rob. There for we a go. Month, yeah, and you get to do his dishes for a month. <laughs> Would, wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> you get him all my beverages yeah. and stuff. You get a tour of the beautiful Insurgents get office. Fizzy just water. This, like dingy basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boiler room. <laughs> Just lock you in there. You're not allowed to leave. <laughs> it's yours now. Congrats. You you live here now. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, we'll throw a Lacroix down there every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> to hit it with a stick to bring it closer to you. <laughs> oh gosh. Don't you yeah, all that want that? Great. Come on, that listeners. Like a great opportunity. Thank you for listening to this sample of the Insurgents podcast. To hear the rest of this episode and for more bonus content, please subscribe at theinsurgents.substack.com.